Osiris. This podcast is in the loop. The Legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at OsirisPod.com. Female Centrics, the first female hosted fish community podcast. This is Donnie B, your host. And uh, this evening, with I have uh, my husband Jason helping out with me today. So I guess it's a. I prefer Mr. Donnie B. Thank you very much. <laughs> I like Mr. Donnie B. Um, yes, and we've had a. Are you Don's husband? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> No, I'm not. <laughs> You'd be surprised. You'd I know. be surprised it's how many so people weird. just come up and tell me that. <laughs> I'm famous. What do you want me to say? <laughs> you are ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, so Female Centrics is in the loop. The Legion of Osiris podcast. Podcast can um, Osiris connects you with podcast videos and live experiences about the artists and topics you love. So visit OsirisPod.com to check out our shows. Broke Down Palace is one of the uh, shows that Osiris has, and it is dedicated to exploring the music and the history of the Grateful Dead. Um, it's hosted by Jonathan Hart, who's also a co-host of Helping Friendly Podcast, and they dive deep into the dead, um, one episode at a time, and Jonathan weaves in the context and culture of the time, including lots of great dead music as well. Um, so episode 40 for them, the Grateful Dead played three shows at NASA Veterans Memorial on March 15th, 16th, and the 19th. These kicked off an East Coast tour spanning from Boston to Baltimore. Um, so in this one in particular, he you know runs down some highlights um, from the shows, but then he plays two sets of the great of uh, the great tunes and really gets into it. So um, check that one out. And then uh, the other part of this is Osiris is partnered with Jam Bass, um, which connects music fans with the music they love and empowers them to go see live music. So check out jambass.com. So, today uh, our episode is going to be uh, episode three, or part three, actually, I should say, of our continuing series of Things Are True That I Forget, which is just uh, tour stories between, you know, our host and people calling in and Jason and I and whatnot, and um, today Jason and I have decided that we would like to discuss our, our uh, GD50 um, trip to Chicago, which rolls into a magna ball as well. Rolls in exactly and into our magna ball experience, and we're actually we are. Um, <laughs> that was a pretty great summer because you're just like, oh, everyone asking us, oh, what are your summer plans? What are you what are you doing for the summer? And you're just like, um, nothing crazy, just you know the fairly well GD fifty and magna ball, you know, <laughs> nothing out of the ordinary. No big deal. <laughs> Just fun, two huge trips. Fun, funorama. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so Jason and I were, and we, you know, this actually starts. Uh, you know, we we thought about this 
because we have a really uh, intimate story to share with our listeners. Um, but we're something that that is really part of our DD50 story. And so uh, we're going to start off with that. So um, Jason and I were married in August of 2014. And as I've mentioned before, we have a 10-year difference in us. And I told him if he wanted a baby, he had to get one in by 40, (laughs) which I had already turned 40. No, no. Was I 39? I was 39 in 14. Yes, I was 39. Um, So uh, right after we got married, we got right down to business. and I was under a deadline, people. (laughs) And me being the, you know, birth stock that I am, even at age 40, I got knocked up first try. One shot, one kill. <laughs> Which is pretty damn, ex- damn exciting, especially if you have to wait so long. I, I, you know, my first two were surprises in my life, and so I never had the pleasure of... That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> I got that from Roseanne. I like that. <laughs> the, the, the TV show. Um, <laughs> and uh, so there were surprises in my life, so I never had the pleasure of, of trying to make a baby or the pressure and how, like, oh, you have to wait, and if you didn't get it this month, you have to wait a whole... I'm not very patient, so... This worked out really well. So we got pregnant right away. Super exciting. Um, you know, we go, I think it was like November or whatever, and uh, going through the motions and, and you know, we go get uh, our testing and, and whatnot. And um, at 13 weeks, we got our uh, genetic testing back and I got the phone call that uh, it came up that um, we were going to have a boy, which was really exciting. And, but that he had trisomy 18, um, which is a non-compatible, um, genetic disorder, um, that, um, affects the heart and the brain and, um, babies usually don't make it all the way towards the end of the pregnancy. But if they do, once they are on the other side, um, you're pretty much just waiting for them to die. So I was, uh, I got that news on my own. Actually, I was at Baker's house and, um, which was just devastating and, you know, unbelievable. The, the really fun part was I was working in, you know, Massachusetts, like an hour or so away. And you had called me, it's like the end of the day, checking in, seeing what's going on, blah, 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 calling me and you're like, oh, the results should be in any time now. Uh, just waiting to hear. And when I'm on the phone with you, you, they're calling you so you're like oh oh they're on the other line hold on uh, hold on hold on i'm gonna call you back so i'm like oh boy we're gonna find out there we go and then you know 10 minutes later you call me back and uh your tone had completely changed Mm. and uh you proceed to tell me about the trisomy 18 and all the details about that and then you go oh yeah it was a boy I literally heard the wind get knocked out of you. You were just like, oh, like it, like, uh, yeah, oof. <laughs> um, so you know, we had to go to the genetics place, and then they got it. They gave us an ultrasound, and uh, you know, we called him little guys. A little guy was uh, his heart was already not forming, and his brain. Yeah, had a name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his name was not forming, um, and this was around fourteen weeks now. Um, you know, with your first baby, you're not sure what your baby feels like. You don't know. But, you know, after you've had a baby one time, then you, you pick up real quick on what the little teeny fingernails are inside you. So I had already started feeling them. And, uh, 
and whatnot. But, you know, Jason and I knew that this was not something that we wanted to um, uh, put this baby through. I for- Forget the baby. I don't want to put you through it. Yeah, through me through it or the kids, grandparents, you know, you bring, I mean, and that's, you know. It's I all, had a deadline, people. Yeah, it's all choice. It's all choice here, of course. But, um, you know, it's one of those things that, like, that was a choice that we made. And so, you know, the the choice to, ter- the choice to terminate is a really, um, I don't know, it's very different, I guess, from other ways of losing babies I guess they're all different of course of course um but it wasn't spoken about much I couldn't really find well we were also in a interesting position I feel like most women or couples wouldn't find themselves in is that we were trying for a baby and we really wanted to have the baby mm-hmm. but we we're going to terminate the pregnancy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so um, this was in January when we got this information. And so at 14 weeks, it was February 4th of 2015. Well, I want to say we got to back it up just for a minute because I believe in November is when uh, the Grateful Dead 50 was announced. And I was just over the moon because ever since I've been into this whole scene, my my whole wish in the entire world was to be able to see Trey play some Grateful Dead, even just one Grateful Dead song, let alone what was about to happen. And then I realized my due date was in August. And I'm like, nope, this is just not my cards, you know? And, and so, you know. Wait, were you pregnant when they announced it? Yeah, yeah. Because it was right away. I was like, ah, uh. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> I mean, that's life, you know. Um, so, um, so we went in and we had a, you know, terminate little guy and which was just an all around, obviously really traumatic experience. And, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was tough. And, um, you know, we were able to bring him home and lay him to rest at our home the backyard with a magnolia tree that just uh, finally blossomed in Easter. Um, wow. Yeah. We built right. him a funeral pyre, pyre like the goddamn Viking that he was. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we went in and, uh, the, you know, I think most places that most people, they don't ask to have their baby or to, um, but I knew it was something that I, like, I felt him and he was real and he was part of me and he was my son. And it was the type of thing that if I could even just, you know, hold his little hand so, do you want to share this piece, Jason? I don't know. I'll think about it. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So I was able to, um, to you know, touch his little hand, and and then afterwards we went to get him. We picked him up, and, and we brought him home, and then yeah, we uh, we had a funeral. <laughs> what was it? A, a, a pyre. Pyre. A yes. Big, you know. Yes. Game of Thrones stuff. You know, mm-hmm. you lay him out, light him on fire. Yes, yes, yes. Get drunk, so, sing some songs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing at a funeral? We didn't actually see him after that at that point. I couldn't, I no, couldn't we never, see that. Yeah, but. we never, no, no. He was <laughs> he was in his Tupperware. Yeah. And he, <laughs> a little wrapped up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so we were really blessed to have him, you know, be with us afterwards and, um, and have that be part of us. It was an honor to be able to, I felt, I felt really, um, for me, it was a very, uh, that's what I'm looking for, closure of sorts was to be able to bring him home and give him the respect that I felt like he needed to have. 
Um, so this was on February 4th, which, you know, I, I mean, I didn't think I'd, I'd ever, my heart broke in a thousand pieces. I never knew pain like this before. It was just, it was, yeah, it was unbelievable. And, uh, I, I just didn't know when we'd be ready again and all this sort of jazz, but maybe two weeks later, the realization that we'd probably be able to go to GD 50 came into play. <laughs> It was the ultimate excuse to uh, buy tickets. Right? Because, you know, <laughs> we're mourning. This trip is for a little guy. Oh, we are assholes. Yeah. <laughs> assholes. But, you know. I feel like shit. I have to go to Chicago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, February 28th, uh, the tickets went on sale. And they went on sale at whatever time in the morning. And of course, everybody's, you know, all lined up. We've got, we've got a couple of computers lined up and I get on the house phone, which we actually had a house phone at the time. And I, uh, called the Ticketmaster landline and didn't get through the first time. And then I called back again and sure as shit, like on landlines, I get through Ticketmaster. So J- Jason starts Rolling is like, you know. Well, we had my laptop going, your laptop going, my cell phone, your cell phone. Uh, and, and the house phone. <laughs> and the house phone. But like as soon as they went on sale, everything just crashed. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. So Donnie just keeps hitting redial on the landline. And fucking phone rang. Mm-hmm. And I get through it. So I'm just like sitting there. I'm doing like doing my Donnie B like tail wagon. Yeah, she gets excited. She wags her butt <laughs> as if she had a tail. Doing it right now, <laughs> and uh, and went through, and we got in, and we got tickets to the third night. So I get off the phone, and I'm just, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, you know, this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen, you know, super, super psyched about it. Um, and so then the planning process started. So, but once again, you know, like I said, this is you know, after you lose a baby, it's just it was. It took me a long time. I just, you know, I think I wanted to say like we tried one more time in March and that and that didn't go through. So we said, all right, let's just wait until after, you know, we go to GD50. I don't know about that. I'm pretty sure my record is about a thousand. <laughs> about a thousand. Right. So anyway, so, so, you know, we're, we're, uh, you know, gearing up for, for the, for the big, uh, ride out. And so, you know, I, I had, because we didn't have the minivan yet. No, we bought it afterwards, right? Right oh, for we bought it. We bought it for Magnum. <laughs> we did. <laughs> so we had like I had a badass car. I love that car, baby. What was that again? Oh, Dodge Magnum. Dodge Magnum. The Dark baddest blue. station wagon on the yeah, planet. yeah, yeah. It looks like the Batmobile. Is super- but <laughs> turns out um, it was a giant piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we're like, all right, we're, you know, let's see, let's look into renting cars. So. I'm, you know, I bring it up and I'm like talking to them and like, okay, so this is four door or this whatever or whatever. And then all of a sudden I scroll down and I see a Mustang. And so Jason doesn't know any of this. So Jason had a Mustang in high school that he called, he called Jasmine. <laughs> 1992 5.0 GT. <laughs> yeah. And uh, 302 Mona, straight flow masters, chipped out, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know the deal. You love the most things. obnoxious asshole ever in high school. So loud. <laughs> so, um, so I scroll down. I see the Mustang, and I'm like, 
Oh my goodness. Because it was only like, it was like $150 more to rent the Mustang. So I'm just like, fuck it. Get the Mustang. So I get it. I'm all excited. I call Jason. I'm like, you'll never guess what kind of car we're getting. <laughs> Mustangs, like, shut up. <laughs> you know, just. Well, I mean, it sounds cool on paper. I'm six foot eight, people. That was a 12 hour drive. In which you wouldn't really let I, me drive. I did a little bit. No, no. It was a 16 hour this, drive. This is America. <laughs> I can't. It's my own fault. She's a great driver. I am just a horrible passenger. What did you just say? Did you just say I'm a great driver? I only said it because people are listening. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I'm a good driver. But no, she's not. I make people nervous. <laughs> yeah, if you were to just drive, no problem. This ADD thing is a little. <laughs> It's a bit much. It's a bit much. So anyway, so you know, we get that all set up, and um, and then then it's time to try to find a place to stay. So I mean, you know, we're definitely like balling on a budget at this point. So you know, trying to figure out we blew all our money on Mustang. Oh yeah. (laughs) So I'm looking through Airbnbs, and I don't know Chicago from the hole in the wall or whatever. And I find a place, and it's um. It was $65 a night. And so it was said it was in like the attic of, you know, one big, you know, space and there was an artist studio and like whatever, $65. Fantastic. So we get that whole piece in set. Then um, our buddy Irie gets in touch with us. He's like, guess what I got for you? And he had his floor seats for the first night. So we were able to get into that one. And then um, the second night, I ended up uh, stop hubbing. I, I just was like, "But we're not going to go up there and not be in the Fourth of July, you know, or like, whatever." It was just one of those final, just uh, you know. And uh, so we got got all everything, you know, lined up and ready to go. So, uh, <laughs> so we take off. Hold on, hold on. Hold yes, on. yes, yes. So. What was it, like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday show, right? Yes, I believe so. Mm-hmm. So I think we left I'm on Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday after work at like 6 p.m. or something, 5 p.m. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. That's right. Because when we did get there, we did have a night to sleep before we... Well, a day yeah. to sleep. We drove all through the night, Wednesday night into Thursday. Got in Thursday at like noon. Yeah. And yep. then we just chilled. But let's talk about the ride out there. Yeah. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, we, we packed all of our things. Um, one suitcase in particular would have made Hunter S. Thompson proud. Yep. <laughs> uh, so that was handy for the trip out there. And um, we were all set up for the whole weekend. Everything was ready to go. Didn't even leave New York State for uh, <laughs> something was gone. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, straight into Ohio, driving through the night. I'm paranoid as shit because I hear about all the deer in western oh, yeah, Pennsylvania. Yeah, you were so scared of them. And, mm. Dude, there was a shit ton of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the last thing we need. We smoke a deer in a Mustang right, driving well, to Chicago. And we couldn't, like, we couldn't go fast. You get past freaking Massachusetts and it's oh, all. Yeah. Everyone drives the speed limit. Sucks. We had a Mustang. Like, wanted to open that up, but like, nope, weren't going to do that. You get past in Massachusetts. If you're going 85, people will pass you like it's nothing. Yeah. And it's 65. 
in stupid Indiana or whatever state it was, like tr- cars can go 70, trucks can go 65, and they must have had a thousand people pulled over. I yes. Had, I had this, the tech um, or the cruise control set at 70 and I'm like blowing by people. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. So we had to, we had to, you know, kind of take our time, but we just went through the night. And, uh, so, <laughs> so Irie, who had gotten us the, um, uh, tickets for the first night, he is, uh, one of our dear, 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 dear closest friends and literally the biggest Grateful Dead fan that I know. His birthday is Jerry's birthday. He's covered in tattoos. He, he hitchhikes everywhere. Like he bleeds red, white, and blue Grateful Dead. It's just his everything. And uh, so he leaves the day before we left with his thumb out to hitchhike to, to, to Chicago. So we, um, we pull into this Ohio. That the sun was coming up. Well, no, I, that was his original plan, but I think he got a ride with one of his buddies. Yeah, yeah. No, that picked him up, though, I think. He's like, he's oh, like, that oh. wasn't planned? Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Oh, excuse me. I yeah. forget. This is Irie we're talking Yeah, about. exactly. So so, uh, so we pull in, and the sun's coming up. We're at Ohio Rest, at Ohio, uh, Ohio rest Stop and go in the bathroom or whatever. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm like, I wonder, like, you know, where Irie is or whatever. And, uh, you know, so I give him a call. It goes right to, to voicemail. This is one of those, uh, you know think of them or talk about them and then they call you type situations yeah yeah we're just curious we're like i wonder how Irie's making out where's he at donnie calls him straight to voicemail like, okay we're just leaving the rest area backed out of the spot I'm cruising up the road a little bit and you're like oh he's right there <laughs> just ridiculous i look over he's benched oh, he's got his shorts on no shirt sunglasses and he's just firing snot rockets <laughs> into the bushes of the goddamn um, travel center, whatever you call it, rest yeah, stop. stop. Yeah, so we're starting back. I'm like, what? I'm like, there he is. I was like, holy shit! I come out and he was I'm, so confused. Oh, right? he was so because he had just woken up. Like yeah. he was totally out of it. We're like, oh my god! And we just tried calling you. It was just one of those like magical, crazy moments that happen sometimes at shows and whatnot. You know, like you just end up finding people that you're, you know. Oh yeah, like you know. Eight hours, ten hour drive from home. Mm-hmm. You run into your buddy, right? Yeah, that you were who was hitchhiking. <laughs> Ridiculous, yeah. So we end up. Um, so we we get into. So we're pretty freaking delirious by the next day because we drove straight sixteen hours, and we get into Gary, Indiana. Which last time I had gone to Chicago, or or no, I'm gonna back that up. First time I went to Chicago which was for the 95 Halloween Rosemont shows. Um, we're pulling in, and I'll never forget how freaking terrifying Gary was because of those damn smoke stouts with the fire shooting out the top of it. And I think that was like the number one murder capital at the time in 95. And it was just this like really scary. And so Jason and I are at this point are delirious. And we're just like laughing. Well, I mean, we've been up all night. We're excited to be on the road trip. Mm-hmm. We're like giddy, you know, it's the end of a 16 hour trip. Like, God damn it, I need to be there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. Um, so, you know, we finally get there and then we start to like go look for our Airbnb, which <laughs> ended up not being in like the the greatest neighborhood. Dude, it was like a hundred blocks out in the south side of Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was like four miles away. Fuck! No wonder it was thirty bucks a night. The room was great. Uh, The lady was really nice. Yep. 
Yeah, so we pull into the neighborhood, and it's a cute little neighborhood. It's a you know a Spanish neighborhood and um the or Mexican neighborhood, I should say. Sorry, and and whatever. Well, well and, probably some Puerto Ricans in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, they spoke Spanish. Yes, and the woman. So we come in, and the woman's like, "Oh, um, oh, you have to go next door." It's the best. The room wasn't ready yet. Yeah. So we got in at like 9 a.m. or something. Mm-hmm. And she was doing us a favor by like getting it ready for 12. So we had like, you know, two or three hours to kill. So we're starving. And she tells us to go to this little Mexican place around the corner. Which, and- she, which she claimed to be the best Mexican in the country. Now, at, I mean, uh, Jason over here has. Yeah, man. I went, of- I went to school in Arizona. Yeah, I've had some banging Mexican food. <laughs> so we're like, okay, yeah, okay, great Mexican food up in Chicago. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. So we go over there, and oh my god, I just the, first of all, hands down, the, the best. The waiters, the caballeros, have the bolo ties and cowboy hats on. Yes, with cowboy boots. Okay, we're off to a good like start. Ten gal- like one of the, there's like a crew yeah. of them hanging out, and they were like yeah. ten gallon hats. Like on. Caballeros, dude. So, yeah. They're five feet tall with their hat on. They're about six one. <laughs> so we go in there. We have the caballeros, the guy in the cowboy hats and bolos ties, and then in the dining room they have telenovelas on the TV. I'm like, oh, I know now. I know we're gonna be good. <laughs> and they have Lala. Wait, what's television? Yeah, I don't know what you're saying. Spanish soap opera. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they have la, la la lingua on the menu, then you're like, all right, this is some real because that's beef tongue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's some real deal Mexican mm-hmm, mm-hmm. recipes. So we go and we order, and we're we've been on the road for 16 hours. We're half delirious as it is, so we gotta get some tequila shots into us. <laughs> Something margarita, whatever. Yeah, oh, margaritas and tequila shots. We're doing- Before we even get in the hotel room, our tab was like 120 bucks. <laughs> yeah. But hands down, the best freaking yeah, food. So we went there every day. Oh, we so good. Yeah, so, so good. So so then we go over, and, and the lady's ready to check us in. And we're, you know, walking up to the top because we knew it was in, like, the attic or whatever. And she's like, all right, well, the shared bathroom's down here. And so we come up the very last thing. And just outside our door was, um, like, a little art studio where she had set up, like, things for us to, like, if we wanted to paint or water, pastel or whatever. And then we walk into this freaking room. And I mean, how, I'm terrible with like square footage or like how big this thing was. It was giant. Like we could have easily slept yeah, 25 people like in there. 1,200 square feet. Oh, yeah, like at least 25 people. With, it was the whole. Huge ceilings. It wasn't like a low ceiling, mm-hmm. it had like 20 foot ceilings. Yeah. It was yeah. a huge, giant open space in the top of this building. Yep. Yep, unbelievable. So I did the bed in there and then got all, you know, a couple of whatever. It was fairly empty, but like it was perfect. And then we just felt bad. We're like, oh my God, we can invite so many people to, <laughs> to you know, floor space. But we were like, nope, this is our our vacation. Because that was one of the things that, you know, we had done. Well, it was kind of far. It was like an hour to get where we needed to be. Was almost. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, 45 minutes maybe. Sure, yeah, yeah. So we unpack our stuff and we, you know, Climbing to bed, probably got a little jiggy and climbing to bed and just crashed out because that was Thursday night. Well, yeah, we had a tummy full of tequila and so, um, yeah, so that that was our our uh, trip out there and the arrival. But um, I'm gonna we're gonna take a a quick break and we'll come back with us the next morning of the Grateful Dead shows and tell you all about that. We'll be right back. Oh, 
We're back. And this episode is sponsored by Lola. So Lola is a female-founded company offering a whole line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners. And they also offer sexy products, too. Um, So uh, Lola makes your month a little easier by visiting the website, mylola.com. And your subscription is fully customizable. You can choose a mix of products, a um, mix of absorbencies. So, like, you know, if you're uh, like a hand, like, depending on, on how your flow is, <laughs> you, have your, you can pick and choose your tampons that you want or whatnot. Um, number of boxes and frequency of delivery. Uh, Lola's subscription is super flexible. So, you can change it or skip or cancel your subscription at any time. So uh, you go on and you pick your products. So you choose from organic cotton tampons, which are available with a BPA-free plastic applicator, um, in, or an environmentally non-applicator form, uh, pads or liners or all-natural cleansing wipes, or add a box of each. Then they also offer the three sexy products, which is um, what they sent to us to test out. <laughs> uh condoms and personal lubricant and cleansing wipes. So the condoms are created uh, with a woman in mind, which is uh, different, I believe, from most other condom companies where they would, uh, um, you know, usually keep the man in, in mind, I would imagine. <laughs> and, uh, but they're ultra thin and they're made of natural rubber latex um, and individually tested for contraception of STI protection. Um, I personally like the, like the lubricant they have, um, the bottle's created with a mess free one click pump system and it's water-based formula. It's hypoallergenic and made with 95% organic ingredients. Um, and it helps to maintain healthy pH balance, mimics your own moisture and it doesn't get all sticky and gross, um, lasts for a long time. Um, I find most lubes to be really thick and gross and um, and this one, this one's great. So um, anyway, so for all you, uh, female centric subscribers out there, uh, you can go to my and check these products out. And for 40% off of your subscriptions, when you go to my um, enter the code female into the promo code. So P H of course, E M A L and you'll get 40% off your subscriptions. P-H-A. What, did I just spell it wrong? Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? Sorry, don't listen to the first P-H-E-M-A-L. one. P-H-E-M-A-L. P-H-E. Yeah, female. There's an E at the end of female. Oh, Sorry. So female. We'll spend it again. P-H-E-M-A-L-E. All right. Female. Female with a P-H. All right, so we were about to st- discuss <clears throat> sleeping overnight and waking up the next morning. I don't really remember our, what did we do the first day? The first time we, so we get in on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Oh, did we kind of try to stay up a bit so we could, no, did we just crash out? We've like crashed out, man. We slept a long time. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, we both worked the whole day on Wednesday and then stayed up the whole night, Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. 
told my mom, told our parents, like, oh, yeah, we're going to stop at, like, a rest area and get some sleep. No. No. <laughs> cru- no. Cruise through. Just crushed it and waited till late in the afternoon to be like, oh, hey, mom, we, we made it. Yeah, we made it. They're like, what? Good timing. I'm like, I think we called them right away. They're like, how are you there at 12? <laughs> wow. Oh. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Hunter helped us. Um, <laughs> so, um, so we wake up the next morning, and I think we went back to the Mexican food place for breakfast. I believe so. And, um, you know, packed up our stuff, and we headed out uh, early afternoon. Because uh, we definitely took our time that day and got down to the stadium. Which, once we got down Dude, there. Chicago... All of their state, it's it's a sweet setup because Soldier Field is right in the city. Like most stadiums aren't right in the city, mm-hmm. so it's right. It's basically between what lake is that? Is that Lake Michigan? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I don't know either. Superior, <laughs> one of the friggin' great lakes. One of the great ones. <laughs> so it's essentially the Great Lakes, and then the stadium, and then the Natural History Museum, and the mm. boardwalk, and then the city mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly so and you know we get down there and we're like you know it, it was it was an interesting setup too because there wasn't like a set parking lot there wasn't a set shakedown like we ended up kind of finding one but not really though it wasn't there was obviously like a place where everybody was kind of you know hanging out well dude soldier field holds eighty five thousand people yeah well what no, I think we're at max capacity. There was a seventy-seven or seventy-six thousand people. Whatever. What's the di- <laughs> oh? What's the difference? <laughs> it was a lot of people in there, <laughs> and you know, I mean, the excitement ahead of time, and and uh, so Jason and I. So we ended up meeting up with Irie. We're pumped about that because he was on the floor with us too. He, you know, he got us those tickets that night. So um, met up with him. Well, did we meet up with him inside? I believe. No, so. we met up with them out front. Out front, okay, cool. And um, we, uh, you know, had some favors full of love, and so we, you know, kind of settling into, you know, feeling good for the show, and and so, but you know, we were feeling like there was another. Wait, maybe Irie was audience. I don't know. I have a feeling like we met up with them on the floor. I think it was just you and I when we went in. Yeah, that's what I think too. Um, and so then we're walking in, and just out of nowhere, the guy, <laughs> the guy next to us. Yeah, just as if we had it written on our forehead. Because <laughs> uh, there's only one thing we weren't prepared with coming out there. And just the guy next to us, just do do oh, we're all excited, going to the Grateful Dead show. Just turns, and he's like, hey, do you guys want little tiny bits of paper? And we're like, well, yes, absolutely we do. <laughs> oh, here you go. Yep. It's like the most famous kind ever invented. All right. Yeah. Been holding on to this shit for 30 years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here, eat this. <laughs> like, okay. So so we get in there and so we're on the floor for the first night. And I walking in there, already feeling good, super excited to see, you know, the whole scene. And uh, you know, we're we were like maybe like three quarters of the way back, like the middle at first. We were kind of packed in there. And that's when Ivy came up to us. He was like, dude, you got to come in the back. This is where, you know, there's dance space and that sort of thing. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Good. Well, you know, come towards the back. And uh, so I had uh, him and I had like trying to figure out, like, you know, what song they could start with first and all that. And uh, so I had guessed. And the sun Jack's was drum. still up. Kinda. Yes. 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 It was. Um, 
So I had, I thought that they were going to open up with Jack Straw, uh, but they opened up with Box of Rain. And uh, but the second song was Jack Straw, so that was pretty pretty damn close. And you know, we're already getting in there, and they had already done the Santa Barbara shows, and like, but it was it was rusty, you know. Yeah, and there was still the bit of like, how is this gonna sound? How is this gonna go over? There's some real crusty deadheads that just can't tolerate Big Red up there with the shredder. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. So it was interesting. Everyone's kind of like walking on eggshells. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, how is this going to start? How is this going to start? And um, it freaking started beautifully. Uh, and at what point did you and Irie run off to go try to find Bill Walton? Bill Walton. <laughs> I think it was at set break, I was would it? imagine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so that could go at set break. We'll talk about that in a minute. So um so you know, the songs are coming through, like a Bertha, you got, you know, and Trey's just like happy. You know, we can't really see the faces, you know, obviously but up on the jumbo screens and whatnot, we could, but uh but you know, they're going into it and uh then they go into the music never stops. At this point, we're feeling really good. Things are in full swing. Full swing. Full swing, right? And music never stops. Come on. And there is a precise moment, which we're going to play for you in a moment, where, you know, a Trey is just shredding it. And it was like, it was like this, like, I don't know. It's not, you know, he had such respect for, for Bobby and whatnot, but. It was like in sports, say, this would be a good example, but the roles are reversed. When Johnny Damon went to the Yankees mm-hmm. from the Red Sox, and he is killing it for the Yankees. Now, I'm not saying the dead and the fish are like that, but, you know, some people have their rivalries. But at this point, he's murdering the game, and we're like, oh, you guys didn't know, did you? Right, yeah, yeah. You didn't <laughs> think this could, was going to happen. Because we're at a Grateful Dead show, you know, too. And, like, and, you know, I got to see Jerry twice, and we've seen, we've seen the rest of the boys, you know, a shit ton of times, um, but, you know, never together. So, I mean, this is a primary dead show with Trey in charge there uh, at the helm. And uh, so, but there is this part that uh, during music never stops. And as he's going it, the way that he rides this jam is unbelievable. And we literally look at each other and we're like, Trey just broke the Grateful Dead. Because <laughs> it was just this explosion of, of whatever energy it is. But we're going to listen to that uh, clip right now. All right. So this is towards the end of it where he's just jamming. Such high energy. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, this, this guy can stay. Oh, no, 
right there. <laughs> like... The place went nuts. Nuts. Because it's like the first set, the sun's just going down, everyone's getting fired up, and then it's like, oh boy, we're here all weekend. I have a, I have a video of Donnie bopping around and dancing around as I'm filming a little section of this, and uh, she just leans in and goes, "Trey just broke the Grateful Dead." <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wait, what is everybody gonna do? You know, so, so, uh, yeah, so, so, I mean, that was just like a huge pinnacle moment for her, and like, and forget about. It. And then what did we do? It feels like it felt like everyone was all wound up after. Yeah, that. exactly. I returns around. He's just like. Okay. Okay. That'll do. Yep. <laughs> so, mm. next came Scarlet Begonias, which, you know, I've seen a ton of shows, this and that, and I've never experienced such joy um, as I did during that Scarlet Begonias into Fire. And I talked about before with my, just, you know, my heart being broken and, uh, you know, with little guy and I just didn't ever think I'd get over it. And even I know we were, you know, when we came back, we were going to try to have another baby and, and all of this. And so, you know, we're in Scarlet Begonias and, uh, I I just, I, the love, the love that was in there at that moment. Um, the best way I can say it is like it was that it healed my heart. It healed my broken heart, and it was it would made it so I was ready to. We were ready to have another one, you know. We were ready for the next step, and um, so there's a part in. in yeah. We're also a little concerned that the next one was going to be made this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and that could have been problematic. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, well, a lot of fun that weekend. So you know, you don't want to. Make a baby on the Grateful Dead weekend. Um, <laughs> give yourself. A sure, there's plenty of them. Month, yeah, I'm sure, exactly. <laughs> um, so you know, there is a part where um, Trey is just jamming his heart out, and um, you know, we had opened up the show, the episode this evening with a, a part of uh, you know Trey saying, um, "Once in a while, you get shown the light in the strangest of places if you look at it right." Dude. The guy's a goddamn wizard. He learned all the Grateful Dead songs. All of them. All of them. Well, I mean, I, I'm already blown away at how he can sing the most ridiculous lyrics in music history mm-hmm. and know all the words and play all the songs. But I had to learn all the Grateful Dead songs. And then he came back and started tour, and that's when yeah, they started playing. And, and a shut, new album. Right. It's like, yeah. They, they came back and, and, and kicked it off right away. That summer at 15 was sick. Was such a good job. Maybe he really is a Jedi. I think he is. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so they are rocking out and I, it was honestly, it was after, it's like, like Bobby just submitted to him and like, like, <laughs> like, like you do what you need to do, yeah. Trey. Trey was looking over, like smiling at him, like, hey, keep going, keep it going. Bobby's like, ah, send it. Let's yep. go. Yeah. Right. And, and there's a moment, it's, if you catch it on the video where, where, um, uh, if you put in Scarlet Begonia's Fire, Grateful Dead 50, there somebody in particular um, uh, videotaped just Trey. 
singing, doing all of it. And, you know, I mean, I was dancing and feeling it. And, you know, I said my heart, my heart was, you know, just, you know, melting back together and, and healing. And uh, but then I saw the video afterwards. And I what makes me so happy is I've never seen a happier tray then we did that night and he was just, I mean, beaming so excited. So when he's doing this jam and he's rocking out and it's like, they could have gone back into a line, but instead uh, he looks over and Bobby gives him like, yep, keep going. And he is pumped. So here's a little clip of that. have gone back into the next line. Trey looks over. Ah, big smile. So it was like uh, that that approval, and I just love it because you know Trey's in his own world, and then he's like, "Oh, looks up." And so you're still gonna ask Dad for permission? Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's okay, and he's like, "Yeah, I get to keep going," and just nailed it once again, you know. And uh, you know, for, then you know after this, they went into fire, obviously, and once again to be on the floor for fire on the mountain. I don't think I've never experienced a more excited. A unified audience. Like, and it was a lot of people. Oh, yeah. 76, 77,000 people, you know, because there was a lot of people, I guess, that snuck in. Like, you know, was oh, like, that was by like 4th of July, the third night. They just ended up rushing the gate. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I'm going in here. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so I just wanted to play a little clip from the Fire on the Mountain uh, just because it's just what I said.
And then they went into that weird ass drums that was freaking awesome. <laughs> the jumbo drum. Mickey had a goddamn train whistle. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, so for for the first night, that was like our big highlight, and you know, and I mean, the rest of the night was obviously amazing, and just continued to be on uh, on that. But uh, so you know, the show gets out, and you know, I don't think you know, like I said, there wasn't much that we the nights of the shows, we pretty much just went right back to our our room for the most part. Like we kind of came, we hung out for a little bit. Are you shitting me? What? No. One night we did pink talking fish. That was the second. That was fourth. And one night we went to your old grateful dead bar. Oh, that's a whole, that's the fourth night. That's not it though. Tore up. It, well, yeah. No, no, no. I'm talking about after the first night, I think we were just like, all right. Yeah. We hung out for a little bit and then we took a cab, our Uber back to the, to the room. We didn't that first night slept pretty much the whole day of the fourth like, because we came in, it was late when we did come in, and then we were, you know, wired when we got in. So, um, so the fourth, you know, we got up and we headed out a little earlier into town because it was the fourth. We knew there would be different things going on. So, like, we went down to like the fountains and we heard some statues at some point. They look like you, didn't they? Or something weird like that? Wasn't they like really tall guys or something? In the what, what are you talking about? <laughs> Well, and we knew, so we were up in the, uh, um, in the seats that night and coincidentally, uh, our tickets happened to be in the same exact section as Mary, our co-host here and her husband, uh, Justin and all of our crew from like back in Massachusetts, like a whole big, you know, um, oh, wait a minute. What was the night that we, was it that day we met up with Chris and and had drinks beforehand. I Chris think Cabral so. and yeah, 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 and they were riding their bikes around, and it was definitely. So we met up with them beforehand. We got deep dish pizza, like a bunch of basic oh. white people. What did we go to the deep dish pizza? Was that that night? Because we were like, I, we're going to get all I'll, the good food. A lot of the activities kind of meshed together. For we me. definitely had Chicago hot dogs. Like, oh, that was I had to have two or three of those a day just to keep me going. And that was next to us too. We had like a hot dog yeah, place. They had them everywhere. <laughs> Exactly. Had to try all of them. Exactly. So we you know, we'll get did the the deep dish might have been the third night. I don't know. But anyway, so we met up with people beforehand, had some drinks at that uh, a place like a rooftop place of of sorts, and then you know we all headed in together. And and like I said, I mean, lucky enough because the place is huge and wasn't. Well, I feel like we coordinated it somewhat. We knew Justin and Mary were there. We didn't just stumble into their section. Oh no 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 no! I, I knew ahead of time. That our seats were in the same section as theirs, but I those oh, okay. yeah yeah those are the ones that I got off of StubHub. That was just a random poll, and it happened to be in their section, which was great because they had a whole bunch of our crew, um, our friend Brett, and a whole bunch of of uh, and Chris and those guys were all there. So um, so you know we go into that night, and you know it's the Fourth of July, and you know we're with our crew, and and that night was freaking awesome. The the fireworks were unbelievable, like. Completely coordinated with the, um, oh, I'm not going to be able to do it. I was going to be like, Yankee Doodle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yankee Doodle. (laughs) And uh, there was the other, like, some sort of, uh, you know. Yes. What is that song? (laughs) I don't know. Some patriotic song of sorts. There's like half an hour of fireworks and everyone is, you know, you know how things are after Grateful Dead shows. (laughs) And they shot them off over the lake because the stadium's right next to whatever Great Lake it is. And you can see there's a 
2,000 boats just out in the harbor That's sitting funny. there waiting to watch it. So mm-hmm. it looked kind of trippy. Like when you're looking out over it, you're like, what? Is that all like buildings? Like what? Oh, those are all boats. Mm-hmm. Like, that was cool. Yeah, that was that was neat. Um, and then they lit up that night. They lit up during U.S. Blues, the um, Empire State Building. Um, they did like a light show at the top of the entire state building to go along yeah, with the U.S. They, Blues. They coordinated it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that that was a... You know what else was crazy uh, at that show? Do you remember the guy that was standing behind me? Yes. What was he, that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. He was standing behind me the whole time, and I'm dancing around, doing my thing. and I might have been at like set break or right after a song or something, and he's like, he taps me on the shoulder, and I lean back. I'm like, hey, what's up, buddy? And he's like... I just have to tell you, this is kind of freaking me out, but I have to tell you. He's like, you look like, you sound like, and you even dance like my best friend in the whole world who had died earlier in the year. Mm, that's right. That's and right. I was like, holy shit, man. And he's like, and he, he was like sobbing a bit. And I was like, I don't know, just give him a hug. And I don't know, it was a very weird, like, yeah. It's kind of a weird thing to hear from someone. And then you're like, I give him a hug and I'm like, hey, well, let's do it one more time, buddy, I guess. Yeah, like, I yeah, yeah, yeah. What to tell you? But he was, you know, he was, he was, ex- he was sad at the time, but he was excited too. Cause like, I don't know. It's kind of like his his homeboy was back. Well, yeah, I, I, I think those kind of situations, it's like it can kind of take your breath away. Like I feel like uh, dreams when you have somebody that's passed away that visits you in dream, you get to hang out with them and that sort yeah. of thing. So, yeah. Um, so that was the evening. So the night of the 4th, we had tickets to go see Pink Talking Fish. So Jason and I were fired up afterwards. <laughs> and we get there, and we're up top, and we are just full of piss and vinegar. Yeah. Very, very confident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not caring about Take over a section. We're from Maine. We don't live here. Nothing can happen to us here. <laughs> no problem. Right, so... Uh, and, and nothing did. We were good. Like we yeah, there was crushed a, it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a force field around us, you know? <laughs> like and uh so, you know, we go to that show, that was great, that's fun. And then we decide to go to White Castle. <laughs> Cause we gotta get burgers in White Castle. And yeah, White Castle at two AM is quite a place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you got Donnie in her show costume <laughs> all gussied up. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, you defend t- her honor at White Castle. <laughs> I know, seriously, because there was these guys, and they were what like we, and I'm like, uh, what were they saying? I don't know. They were they they liked my boobs, I believe. Yeah, I don't know. They're yeah, just, they weren't shy. <laughs> no, but there was a whole bunch of them. I'm like, we're not getting into this right now. Yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> no, it was fine. They they were cool. We were we were all up laughing about. It. They weren't being like overly aggressive, but yeah. they were certainly making comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny. And so- I was giving them shit back, so we we're all just kind of rolling with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I gotta, if I gotta beat up five guys in a White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Good thing we didn't. I was wearing like sandals and a scarf or something. I'm in no position. <laughs> To fight these guys. In from well, White it's like Castle. the show is like the big, like when you go to the city, like for the show is like the New York City or whatever, and you get out and like after like, you know, two blocks, well, yeah. you're not in, you know, normally, Kansas anymore. Normally the Wooks take over a town, but I mean, we can't all take over Chicago. Yeah. We <laughs> so, can't take over New York. So at this point, the glitter and the, you know, the, you know, teeny You don't blend tops. in anymore. No, like glow sticks. like a fucking weirdo. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
exactly. But we got some damn good uh, cheeseburgers, and we we <laughs> took the Uber back, went back to our place. You Dude, know. that guy was like, a, oh my god, I didn't think we were gonna make it. The our driver was it that night? I don't. I, one of the nights, it's all a blur. But I swear to God, it was he was an Asian guy, and I think he like was a stunt driver in that Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift because <laughs> he was he had on a cool like leather jacket and the music was bumping. Like a red, pretty, he had a red Michael Jackson jacket. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. what it was. And the tunes were blasting, and he is like, we're like drifting around corners and shit. Yeah, like what is going on? <laughs> So funny. I forgot about this. This is terrifying. Right? Yeah, he was with the backseat. I'm just like, I'm not going to pay attention. Jason's like white knuckling it because he just doesn't like being a passenger anyway. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but we got back. We got back uh, uh, safely. And and then uh, and that was that for that one. And then- well, what day was it when we had to take share the cab with the giant Dominican family that was going somewhere? What? Wasn't that a thing? <laughs> Well, we got in a minivan cab. Oh, that's right. With a whole, fa- like a family of like six people. With like little kids on their laps and yeah. stuff. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, well. I didn't we, just make that up, did no, I? No, 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 I don't think so. I remember that, yeah. So the morning of the of the last show, um, I got up on the earlier side and I walked down the street to, there was a, you know, grocery store down the street, but then on the corner there was a woman selling tamales from a cart oh my god it's like i just i want to go back to this neighborhood just to eat it was so freaking good so um, i go into the um, into the grocery store and at one point there was a guy in the like fridge section and he was trying to uh take me on a date <laughs> like, oh my god no <laughs> didn't he buy you a flower from the lady i think or something? he did yeah. something like that yeah i was like oh i don't know if i'm gonna go by myself again baby but came back with- i didn't care she came back with tamales right yeah exactly so um so you know we did chill whatever it is and so that night we had random seats kind of in uh we were just sort of up in the way up in the nosebleeds yeah up in the nosebleeds there uh, packed in. There was some people around, you know, we ended up meeting people around us and whatnot. Um, and, um, so in that show, it was like, they played Terrapin, which was, you know, I was like, I have to go. So I went in the hallway and just spun the whole time to Terrapin. And those last few songs there, oh my God, just sobbing, sobbing. And I, I, I you know, should have brought up the set list right now, cause I, but I can't I don't remember the last night too well. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to tell the Bill Walton story, too. Oh, wait a minute. Yes, we have to reverse and go back to the Bill Walton story. Okay, at, well, at set not, list the first night. It's not much, but it's Irene and I decided we're going to go find Bill Walton. I mean, he's going to be the only guy in there taller than me. He's like 6'11", 7 feet tall. <laughs> we know he's here. <laughs> so we start going up front, and as we're getting closer to the front, the people are more and more packed in. And, like, I am really pissing people off, because they've been there for a long time to get that close, and I'm like, oh, excuse me, coming through, excuse me, coming through. Irie's a small, like, little skinny dude. He's And he can do the Irie shuffle, like... Wiry. Yeah, working his way through the crowd. And we get to a section where it's, like, partitioned off, and then there's a big hallway that goes through the middle of the crowd and then another barrier. And I see Irie. I gave him my phone for whatever reason. Because you were gonna, he was going to go take pictures of Bill oh, Walton. Yeah, you guys yeah. saw him. You guys saw his head. <laughs> That's what it was. So I gave him my phone, and... I'm like, Irie, I can't do it. I'm at the partition. I'm not jumping this thing. 
jumping in on the other side and just pissing everyone off. He's like, all right, you sure, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm just going to go back and find Donnie. He's like, okay. He looks around, hops the fence, catches his foot, and face plants in the <laughs> middle of the, <laughs> the hallway that uh, they had made for, you know, to get people in and out. And I started laughing my ass off. And he collects himself, looks around, he's like, oh, okay, no security. And he runs over and hops over the other side into the crowd. <laughs> that was the last time we saw him for like two hours. <laughs> well, he came, yeah, because he finally came back. It was like a couple songs into, because, uh, I mean, that that uh, intermission was long. They were really, really long. Old men, tired. Um, and uh, But yeah, he finally comes back. He's like, ah, oh, I got to see him. But I don't know if he ended up, I don't think he ended up taking pictures, but he did get a couple of close pictures, I believe, with your phone. But, um, but that was, yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now I'm definitely going back. I ain't doing that, Irene. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. So, with, you know, third night where, you know, uh, we, it was, it was great. It was just, you know, emotional and, and um, the, uh, the touch of gray was awesome and, you know, trucking was awesome and just up there with the lights and whatnot. And, and, uh, it was just a really special, special thing to be part of and, and to witness. And I mean, it was, you know, for, for our culture, a big, big part of our history was made that those three days or those six concerts, you know, and, uh, and just to be part of it was, was just amazing, you know? So, so we, you know, we do our thing, we go home and, and the next day now we had not. What night was it when we were walking out and everyone's, Still singing, like the music never. Oh stopped. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, they were doing uh, uh, not, fade not fade away. away. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know if it was that night or another night, but we're walking out, and this guy walks up. You know, hundred thousand people walking through this area. Oh yeah. This guy walks over and he goes, "Hey, I have your kid at my summer camp right now." We're like, "What?" Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, we look over. It's the guy that we dropped again. So he had just been coming for the weekend. Right, uh, my son Adelaide was at camp, and we're like, "What the hell?" Like, how, like it's just you know, one of those like again magical you know fish moments of sorts. Um, what the hell? Don't tell me he's here. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> we brought him on a field trip, you know. <laughs> um, or like uh, one of the nights is this guy, and he's I don't know if he had gone in or not, but he's he's. <laughs> He's selling these stickers. I miss Jerry. <laughs> just, he's sitting there just the like fucking pouty look on his face. Just like <laughs> I wanted to slap the whole stack right out of his hand so bad. <laughs> so bad. Like, were you just in there? Like this is I mean, I get it, I get it, but like, come on, really? You're still there. I miss Jerry. Like, were you I, I just don't like I feel like if he was in there, he wouldn't. I think have he been. just means like in general. Yes, yes, yes. But still, you're an asshole because that was awesome. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> there was that. Um, there were like the really dirty people oh. that uh, I remember. I remember them. Uh, they're the same crew, but I remember them from Highgate. I swear to God. <laughs> Haven't showered since then either. No, like head to toe, their dog, their clothing, their skin, everything was brown. It was just this like dusty color brown and they were like aggro and like they like yelling at people yeah, like trying to like weird out the normies uh, yeah yeah they were smack the shit out of them too <laughs> if they came over and tried to get us all dirty yeah, fucking christ I know. fucking so, hold them down and squirt them with the hose <laughs> just 
scrub it. I swear. I mean, I could, I've never seen more dirty people in my life at the, at the, the got her punk. Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely. Um, but, um, anyway, so, uh, we, yeah, so we finish, uh, you know, the last show and then, um, I'm going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with, uh, cause our last night was like almost as epic as, as the other three nights <laughs> in just different ways. So wait, was that when we went to your grave? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll be right back. All right, we are back. And um, this episode, we are sponsored by the company Lola. Lola is a female-based, a female-founded company that offers um, feminine products and sexy products, too. So uh, Lola makes your month a little easier. You go to their site at mylola.com, and your subscription's fully customizable. So you can choose mixed products and mixed absorbencies, number of boxes, and frequency of deliver. And what's great about it, it's not like an automatic subscription every month. So if you decide you want to change something or whatever, it's really flexible. So you can skip or cancel or change um, your subscription anytime. Um, so you go in there, you pick your products from organic cotton tampons and, uh, not, you know, uh, pads, liners, all natural cleansing wipes or, um, a box of each. And with their sexy products, they have condoms and lube and cleansing wipes and, uh, their condoms are all created with women in mind. They're ultra thin and are made of natural rubber latex, individually tested. And, um, you know, they had sent us some lube and it's been great. It's not sticky. Works pretty good. Works pretty good. <laughs> and uh, I definitely would order some more of that for sure. <laughs> um, and... And yeah, so um, you know that that one's the was my favorite so far. So, what you want to do is to go on to mylola.com and you know set up your order, set up your subscription of whatever you want. And um, when you get to the promo code, you'll get forty percent of uh, off of your subscription if you enter female, and that is P H E M A L E <laughs> for the promo code. Female, right? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you get 40% off of your subscription. So ladies, check it out because it's a great, great startup coming, great um, uh, products and has you in mind. So so now we're back to okay. the, the, fourth, the fourth day, which so... This day we decided, so a flashback. So when I was talking about Chicago, uh, oh, no, 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 no. Chicago 96. So the summer 96, uh, I did the full summer tour. And in between uh, Indiana and heading to New York um, was my 21st birthday. And we were in Chicago celebrating my 21st birthday. And um, we ended up, I was, we were at this parade of sorts. We were in the Boys Town. So it was a gay parade or like, um, and we're hanging out and I was like, whatever time it was, but it was my actual birthday. I was finally 21. I was like, I need to get a shot. I'm like, we're going to go right in there. So it was just this like, no, um, like no signage, no front, no nothing, nothing. total dive. And we walk in and there's one guy sitting at the end of the, 
um, of the bar, and the entire bar is filled with Grateful Dead. Filled with Grateful Dead, like everything, posters and all of the the, the guys were the the uh, owner and the other woman's wearing a tie dye, and we look at the jukebox. It's all Grateful Dead, and we're just like, "What the frick is this place?" Like, no idea. There was no signage or anything out there. So, you know, we had only planned in to go there for a shot. Well, long long story short, we ended up at one point on the tables dancing the shakedown street with the one drunk guy at the end of the hole. It was just me and our four people and like the best time ever. And like the, the waitress was just awesome. She gave us like money to get home and like, it was just so much fun. So, so when I went there this time around, I was like, Jason, I want, Oh no, know what? We stepped, we stopped through there in 99, maybe or 2000 driving through. Maybe we were coming back maybe 2001. And the next time we went in there, like, it wasn't so friendly. It was kind of weird and, and uh, I don't know, even more desolate than the last time. And so I was kind of like, oh, whatever. But I'm like, all right, we need to go find, we're going to go find this bar, right? So we start the day um, with <laughs> deciding to go to the Museum of... The Museum of Natural History? Yes, yes, the Museum of Natural History. Uh, we had one last... Um, um, favor of uh some, some chocolate some yeah some chocolate fun guys to, <laughs> to munch on and um we go into the natural history museum uh which was just <laughs> they had for the weekend they had a whole grateful dead display so right in the main lobby when you walk in they had all these like six or eight giant grateful dead banners from like album of cover art and everything but it's in this giant hallway and all these banners are over the most complete skeleton of a T-Rex ever found. Right, yeah. A giant T-Rex skeleton with it. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we're in the right place. Right, yeah, yeah. It's so cool. They're, like, beautiful crystals, and, like, we got to see, um, oh, what was the first, like, um, the bones of the first homo, uh, the, the Annie? Lucy. Lucy, yeah, 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 yeah. So we got to see that, and there were some really, really great things there as far as, you know, just walking around with your you eyes saw wide. saw the Donnie dinosaur that has the same face when you do your stupid smile. <laughs> Do not have a stupid. Oh, well, I know what you're talking you know about. what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I just did it. <laughs> so yeah, I got a, got a great picture of that, and uh, so we're just walking around, laughing our asses off, looking at everything. We had a great a whole display on Egypt, like the mummies and That's artifacts. Right. Yeah, all the mummies they in have, there, like all the prehistoric dead animals, a short faced bear, which is like 20 feet tall. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, all kind of cool stuff. Yeah, bunch yeah. of dinosaur stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was high. I don't, know, I don't remember what they had. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was really cool what yeah. I was seeing. <laughs> exactly. So at this point, we're like, all right, so what are we going to do? Like, so we were like, we need to get over to like a totally different section of Chicago because the only thing I remembered about this bar was that um, it was in Boys Town. And so uh, we ended up going first. We, we, we ended went up, to the pier first. Yeah. We took a boat ride to the pier. Yeah, exactly. We went to Harry Carey's, and this is where we started to get. Trash. Yeah, drunk. <laughs> yeah. So we ended up. But oh, where we hang? We we're at Harry Carey's, and then we decided to leave there, and we went to um, like we we're gonna go to like an Irish bar or something, right? Didn't we say we want to go into oh. town? We like asked the cabbie, just so we we're like, we need to go drink. Bring us. He's like, all right, I'll bring you to like Old Murphy's or like whatever yeah, that place yeah, was. Some you know old Irish bar. Yeah. Where we met two people from Ireland. Right? Yeah. They were like Which singing songs and stuff, right? Yeah, we got them. They got all so wound up. 
Yeah, yeah. So the, the dude kept like flexing me his muscles, showing me how strong he was because he <laughs> loaded sheep into a cart, or I don't know what the fuck. He worked on a farm or something, and he's all, oh, "Yeah, look at this." Yeah, Fucking flexing his forearms. We're cool, dr- dude. <laughs> we're drinking Jameson, like, oh yeah. So I mean, the, the gloves were off at this point. We were just like all out, just ruthless. So we go into uh, a cab. And we're like, bring us to Boys Town. We just want to get dropped off at a bar, Boys Town. So we go, we get dropped off at this bar in Boys Town, and we go in, and it was um, so it was a gay bar, and you know we go and sit down, and so we're like sitting there at the bar, and um, uh, just kind of shooting the shit with the bartender or whatnot, and then. Jason has uh, someone next to him. Oh, geez. right. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. We leave the uh, um, we leave the Irish bar. And we're like, okay, we we gonna go find this Grateful Dead bar. We need to go to Boys Town because maybe I don't know. <laughs> Donnie will see something in Boys Town that points us in the right direction <laughs> to go because we have to go find this Grateful Dead bar. So. And at this time, it starts pouring rain. Oh, that's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pouring. And so we're walking along trying to pick what bar we want to go in. It starts pouring. So we just duck into like a little doorway to stay dry. And a few other people are going in there. We're like, we asked whoever stops in there, like, do you know anything about the just where this might be or what it is? And they didn't really know. I'm like, well, well, screw it. Let's go get a drink somewhere here. Mm-hmm. So we're like, where's good? And they're like, you know, go to the bar. Okay, great. So we run across the street. We go in there. It's Sunday night. So it's not like the place is empty. It's a huge bar. And I think there's, what, three other people in there Mm -hmm. and the bartender and then us. There's like two women that are there together, two guys at the end of the bar, maybe another man and a woman. I don't know, like three sets of couples in there. So we just sit kind of near the end of the bar and... There's these two other women next to us. Then the bartender comes over. We're shooting the shit with her, yada, 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 yada. Well, I get up to go to the bathroom, and the girl that was sitting next on the other side of Don, like, looks over at me. You know, didn't think anything of it. And I kind of catch her eye, and I'm like, why, why, does that, who, why does she look familiar? Like, hmm, interesting. So I go go back to the bathroom, and I come back. Don's talking to the bartender. She's still there, and, like, kind of look at her again i'm like i know that girl how do i know that girl (laughs) and i see her again and i'm like oh my god i used to hook up with this chick in college (laughs) in in arizona and i'm with my wife on a trip to chicago she was from chicago and she's out with i don't know if it's her girlfriend i don't know if it's her friend i don't know what it is but she's out with this other woman i'm like Donnie, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> She's what? I'm like, I like dated that girl sitting next to you in college. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> yeah, dude, we used to work together. We like hooked up a few times, dated for a little bit. It didn't really work out. I mean, whatever. It wasn't a big deal. And She's like, you're kidding. I'm like, I wish I was kidding right now. <laughs> so we're progressively getting drunker and drunker. And finally, I'm like, I can't can't do this anymore because I feel like she kind of did it to me at the same Didn't time. Did she say Jason? Well, she looked over at me. I looked over at her and I go, Brittany? She's like, Jason. 
Oh, hey, this is my wife, Dawn. <laughs> nice to be here. This is fucking crazy. Last time I, saw I live it. in Maine. Right? Um, <laughs> Again, just small world weird shit that just happens, you yeah. know? So, anyway, so. Might so, have been the last man she was ever with. I don't know. Right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we're in there drinking. So, we're talking to the bartender, and we're like, hey, you know, and I explained to this lady i'm like what we're looking for i'm like this this bar is a grateful dead bar and and um and she's like ah, you know i don't know and she's like let me like call my parents like so she like called her parents or something because her parents were deadheads or something like that and uh parents didn't know whatever and then there was a waitress that was getting off of her shift yeah, it was like a shift change or something yeah 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 and uh so this all of a sudden this waitress was like Oh, wait a minute. I know exactly what bar you talk about. We're like, shut up. Are you serious? She's like, yeah. She's like, I'm getting off my shift. Come in my car. I'll bring you over there. We're like, I, I don't really? Even, yeah. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. She's like, oh, it's called the other one. And I was like, well, it didn't really have a name. She goes, I'm, I'm sure as shit, this has got to be it. I'm like, okay. So we like go get in this lady's car and she brings us over there and drops me off at front. And as soon as I saw like the outside of it, I mean, now... It, you know, I just knew. I was like, oh, my God, we found it. So what had happened was um, the guy uh, who owned it now, it was like kind of a hipster, cool, Grateful Dead bar, like I said, it's called The Other One Now, and, and uh, they he bought it off of the old Deadhead. And, and the guy who owned the last bar, he had did like Europe 72, no, Egypt with um, with the Dead. He was like one of their sound guys or, or like stagehands or something like that. So some of the pictures on the wall was of him in front of the pyramids with the dead and this and that. And uh, so he's an old deadhead. And, and uh, so, you know, we get out and I'm like, I dove, I walk in and just, I mean, besides like the regular little memorabilia, whatever, it was tricked out a little bit nicer because this place was a real dive the first time around. But uh but yep, sit right down, and we just and at this point, I mean, we were trash. Yeah, <laughs> we, we were trash. Yeah, we were drunk. <laughs> and uh, you know, we meet the owner. And the owner tells us the story. He actually bought us shots, and oh, they kept feeding me booze because I was. Oh, you were on were, a tear. They were loving my. I don't think I have an accent, but when I'm in Chicago and I'm drunk and I'm pouring on like the New England. Boston, like Maine type accent, and they're like, "Where the fuck are you from?" <laughs> and I'm hammered, so I'm loving all the attention. And yeah. he just kept feeding us booze. Yeah. So at one point, like you went outside for a little bit. Yeah, I went like- smoked a joint. I was gone for like half an hour. <laughs> you weren't too keen on that, but you know, I was making friends. Yeah, exactly. So now to say. We're at the bar. I don't remember getting home. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at the bar. And then uh, the next thing I remember is waking up in our bed. <laughs> the like lampshades knocked over. Our, we're butt naked. Clothes are everywhere. And this was like prime time because we were going to try to make a baby the next month, but not that month. And <laughs> we're already like... We wake up and we're like, oh no, oh no, oh, have a Grateful Dead baby, oh no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I mean, just the place was trash and we could not remember. And then I think Jason, you were able to. We're kinda... not exactly quiet no. people. <laughs> no. <laughs> like I'm not meaning like like 
sexual, just like in general. Yeah, no. Like no. lumbering up the stairs, I'm sure yelling or laughing or cackling at each other. No, I, no. no one said shit. No, no one said anything. And then we just wrecked that room. And I can only imagine. <laughs> I don't know if it was. Anyway. So, you know, we wake up the next day and then, and, and of course, you know, we had been hung over the entire time. And of course we. Well, yeah, we didn't really drink all that mm-mm, much. Mm-mm. I mean, we'd have some like drinks, you know, lunch or dinner or whatever. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that, that was it. But though. no. Oh, yeah. So- we. Oh, you got a 16 hour drive the next day? Get as drunk as humanly possible. This will be fun. Oh, so beat, so beat. So, you know, we had to cruise all the way back and we ended up, you know, trying to get our our car back on time. And so, but we were at one point, we just couldn't, we stopped at at, um, Erie, Pennsylvania. Oh my God. In a hotel room that was next to, it was definitely the hotel room that people, when they go to see, visit there. Right next to the prison. The prison. Yeah. So it was like, you know, don't pick up hitchhikers. And it was all these like rules against the uh, rules, like for the people who were going to see people in prison and uh uh i regret not just continuing to sleep because we checked well, in we and slept for like what uh, we probably wouldn't have made it home uh, yeah, if we no. didn't stop and sleep no 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 i regret just not staying there and sleeping because we really we came in i think we oh. slept for like six hours because we were trying to get the car back right. in time and like the not stupid have to spend noon an extra cutoff. Uh, we were at like 1205 yeah like, seriously uh, i was so pissed so pissed but uh <laughs> but but that was all right that was all right so uh yeah so that that was our uh our uh, Grateful Dead 50 uh, show. And then, I would say, three weeks later, um, we decided to drive our baby. And again, one shot, one kill. Two shots, two kills. Two shots, two kills. <laughs> and uh, our lovely, beautiful daughter, Cassidy, was conceived, um, which, you know, obviously Cassidy is just, was uh, also, you know, sort of in line with our, our GD50 uh uh, experience and you know had our little rainbow baby who is just this incredible amazing light so you know it all happens for a reason um but <laughs> i think you know we were going to talk about magnet ball but this one just took a took a long time we got some game of thrones to watch babes yeah well the whole story kind of uh it morphs because obviously it was the same year mm-hmm. but so we go to Magnaball. Wasn't it like a week before you found out you were pregnant? Yeah, I was six weeks pregnant at at, uh, at Magnaball. So, you know. You ever want to get yelled at by a tent? Bring a <laughs> uh, pregnant wife with you to a fish festival. <laughs> yeah. You Is will that- get yelled at through a tent. <laughs> Because everybody, everybody was all fired up. That was a fun ass weekend. And uh, but well, you when know. you're sitting there and you're feeling funny and you're yucking it up with your asshole friends, and it's four <laughs> in the morning, and just a tent starts yelling at you, <laughs> all you can do is laugh about it. <laughs> I was like, I was the, they, they were like the obnoxious ones that are like everybody's still trying to sleep, and or, I mean, they're just starting to go to sleep, and just nope, and <laughs> just like. Well, we weren't purposely trying to be assholes. We were, no, we were just, just loud and assholes. <laughs> So it's just like squat, and then he just starts laughing at me harder because he's like, I'm getting yelled at by a tag. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Magnaval was a whole other thing, yeah. but that, but it led into that because yes, I was pregnant for Magnaval, and and nobody else was. But everybody's just like, Donnie, you're the same, you know, sober as you are. You know? Yeah. Like, yep. Fish is fish for me, man. You know. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we'll continue with some Magnaval stories. Yeah, yeah. Another and time. Beyond. Another time. So, all right. Well, you know, I hope all of you enjoyed this story. And I said this is, you know, a really personal, intimate story for us, but one that we that we were ready to share. And, um, and you know, now at this point, because I feel like all of our listeners have kind of started to get to notice or, you know, get to know us a bit and whatnot. Um, so I hope you enjoyed that. And uh, just a reminder that we are part of the Osiris Podcast Network. So if you want to check out some more amazing podcasts, go to OsirisPod.com. We're partnered with uh, Jambase. If you want to check out the music and news, go to Jambase.com. Um, and until next time around, um, peace and love ya.